Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Returns matter. Risk management matters. I am Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, an independent registered investment advisor and fiduciary. We are financial advisors that manage money for individuals who see value in making investment decisions that are always centered around a comprehensive, personalized financial plan that includes budgeting, retirement income, and social security maximization, estate and tax mitigation analysis. We generally work with individuals primarily 50 years and older, individuals who are retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If you are that person, we have designed this show for you. Our firm is designed for you. Schedule your complimentary discovery call now at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Or if you'd rather text, please send us your name and email. And you can also send that to 630-492-1912 as well. What a week. You know, many people are wired terribly for investing. And I think this week, in many instances, showed that, uh, that as humans, we're just not so good at times. I think the tendency is to buy at highs given the greed and sell at lows given the fear. Last week, we had the largest weekly drop in the S&P 500 in nearly two years. Investors, they're generally always surprised to learn that stocks and bonds can drop simultaneously. I think that is what has made navigating a path to retirement, you know, never an easy road. And if you're currently retired, you know, wow, you face challenges that many have not faced in decades. Slowing growth, rising interest rates, inflation, valuations. These are just real challenges. And volatility is back. Sometimes I feel like a broken record because we have been yelling that from the rooftop that this market is different. Data points have changed in ways that most investors simply don't realize. And investment portfolios must adjust. If you don't, I think you're going to experience many, many more weeks like we just experienced. And when I say that, people hear, well, we think the market's going to crash. Absolutely, positively not. Uh, Our job is to advise clients on the current environment of the market. At the heading of trying to be useful, our job and, and helpful. Our job is to always place our clients' assets in the best situation to minimize volatility and maximize return. So just because we talk about potential downsides, our job is to make sure that we're staying at the forefront of exactly what's uh, going on. And I understand that a lot of times when we talk about the risk in the market, sometimes people view that as doom and gloom. I'm going to tell you a story. So, so we had an investor uh, who called in who, and and we met and great guy and, and, and whatnot. And there was a report this week 
uh, from Jeremy Grantham. That's a name that I would expect the average investor not to know who it is. GMO is a very large institutional firm, and Jeremy Grantham is a historical, a market historian called the 2000.com uh, bust. He called 2008, and he came out with a report this week that, well, last week, that said we are now in a super bubble. And what that means is every asset class is overly inflated. It's equities, it's real estate, it's commodities. And he made a case for the potential of a 45% sell-off just in keeping with historical norms. So, you know, we pass that report on to, to those that listen to the radio show, those that, you know, we work with, those that are interviewing us. Uh, and if you want to see that report, uh, it, it's a fascinating read. Uh, just give us uh, a quick call at 630-492-1912, and we'll make sure we email that out to you. But a couple of investors said, you know what? I have been managing money and doing this for decades, okay? And I don't like doom and gloom. And I really had to take a step back and think, well, are we trying to you know, sell fear or are we trying to educate investors that when times change, we need to adjust accordingly. So when we talk about on the radio, the potential risks, and when we talk about, you know, what's going on in the market, uh, and if you hear kind of things that worry us, that doesn't mean that we're projecting or, or thinking that the world's coming to an end. It's just that we have to look at these data points because candidly, it's not fun, but this is why clients hire us. They don't hire us to just simply create a closet index fund and charge you a fee, which means your portfolio is going to track the market up and track the market down, and then we're going to collect a fee. Our job is to read the cutting edge research from, I mean, these are the best of the best historians. I mean, Jeremy Grantham is 83 years old. And when somebody has that kind of tenure and he says that we're now in, you know, one of two super bubbles, it's my fiduciary responsibility to read that report and try to take data points out of there and convey them to my clients. So, you know, the markets are challenging. And when we look at the kind of reversals that we had this week. I mean, my goodness, at one point, you know, one day last week, we were down 1,100 points. And we ended up positive on the mark on the day. The next day, not quite as dramatic, but again, massive volatility. And then the markets ended up positive. So when we look at those types of oversold bounces and when they happen, three quarters of the time, they were in a bear market. And over half of the time, they happened during the dreadful 2001 to 2003 bust, and then the 2007 to 2009 cycles. So that's just our job as a fiduciary. Please don't hear that we're doom and gloom because we believe in math. We believe in statistics. We believe in playing defense. And so there's a lot to get to in this show. But I wanted to make sure that, you know, I came out today and said, hey, I have a fiduciary responsibility that when somebody 
the stature of being right in down markets calls for a 45% correction because we're in a super bubble. He may not be right. I mean, who, who knows? There's one thing I absolutely know. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the near term. Not me, not your advisor, not you, not anybody. But what we do know is when we put math, statistics, and we remove the emotion from the investment decision, opportunities like this, they are generational wealth opportunities. And as you know, when we talk about generational wealth, you can have $100,000 and create generational wealth. When we talk about you know, that, most people hear, well, we have to have 5 million or 10 million. Absolutely not. Whatever you have, we want to grow it. So we're going to talk about how to survive a bear market uh, this show. Uh, we're going to talk about you know, what exactly is thinking long-term. We're going to talk about what really is diversification of a portfolio. We're going to talk about, is now the time that you should reassess your risk tolerance? Uh, do you just simply stay blindly invested and not worry about these big corrections? So we're going to really talk a lot about that because I think now more than ever, these are things that we have been talking about. It's just going to be a tough year. But let's go back to 2020. That was a tough year as well. Markets sold off at 1.35 to 37%. And if you bought and held during that period, you were up 18%. But if you had some real, tangible, statistical-based, mathematical-based, defensive you know, strategies that could be put in place when the markets did X, well, our growth manager was up 41% in 2020. Doesn't mean that there wasn't pain for a period of time. But when you can use cash as a defensive position, when there's significant market volatility and then redeploy that cash at lower prices, well, you can obviously have outsized returns when there's volatility like this. Now, past performance isn't indicative of future results. I want to make sure that I clarify that. There's pros and cons to every investment strategy, but here's what I know. Blindly buying and holding an asset allocation, no matter where the market's at, no matter the changing data points, and then paying a fee for that type of money management, it, it's just not, in my opinion, the way that you should manage money. It's not the way, in my opinion, that you're going to be able to compound your assets over an extended period of time. I mean, if you look at the markets today, I've seen studies that have said 50%. I've seen studies that have said 70% of the markets are traded by algorithms. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I think that's why we're seeing these highs and these lows. And if you think technology is going to go backwards, you're probably one of the very few that believe that. Technology is changing the way that these markets behave. They're changing, it's changing the way that. In, in how quick we see big upswings and we see big downswings. And I think that's only going to, you know, continue given where technology is. It, and it, that's just the reality. It's not doom and gloom. It's just the reality. So you've got a couple options. Adjust your allocation to more of a momentum-based trend-following system, which is nothing more than when the markets are good, you're playing offense. When the markets are bad, you're playing defense. But that can't be done by gut feel because gut feel simply won't work long term. 
So you have that option. Or the second option is to go and talk with somebody that says, well, I believe in a balanced approach, which means some equities and some fixed income. To me, I mean, that is like 1990s and, you know, maybe even 1990s. So it's not day trading in any way. I told you about the performance in, uh, of our growth manager that we utilize in 2020. They only made three allocation changes, two allocation changes to cash. You know, they got up to ultimately, you know, depending on model, 50 to, to 40 to kind of that 60% mark. And then redeploy that cash. So you made later on in, uh, in April. So you made three allocation changes and you were up 41%. So those are the things that we want investors to realize that buy and hold, there are periods that that works. There are periods that it doesn't work. But I do know this, if that is your only strategy, I think you're going to be greatly disappointed. So a uh, lot to get to this week. If you want to have your initial complimentary consultation on anything investment related, give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you'd like to text, we just ask that you text your name and your email and you can text that to 630-492-1912 as well. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. I am Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, an independent registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. We are a group of advisors that manage money for individuals who see value in making investment decisions that are centered around a comprehensive personalized financial plan. Generally, that includes budgeting, retirement income and social security maximization strategies, estate and tax mitigation analysis, Generally, we work with individuals 50 years or older, those who are retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If that is you, we have designed this show for you. Our firm is designed for you. To learn more about how we can build a resilient retirement plan, just schedule your complimentary discovery call at 630-492-1912. That's 630-492-1912. If you'd like to text, Please just send your name and email. You can send that to 630-492-1912 as well. So uh, crazy week, as we talked a lot about in the first segment. I think uh, this uh, segment, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of long-term and what long-term investing is and what it's not. And we're going to talk about some protection uh, strategies. And we're going to talk also a little bit about taxes. But, you know, the I mentioned in the first segment the uh, Jeremy Grantham uh, story that talked about, are we in a super bubble? And I want to do a little bit more clarification on that. We're certainly not saying that we are. Now, he's a market historian that has called many, many, you know, bubbles in the past, 2000, 2008, et cetera. And one of his concerns is that, you know, we look at valuation in every area of life, 
we like to get deals, right? Whether you're buying a car, whether you're buying a house, clothes, food, et cetera. We want to pay less than what we think the current value is, except when it comes to investing. And if I think that they're, well, I mean, I think one of the greatest problems with certainly retail financial advisors, those that work at, you know, brokerage firms and banks and, and who, you know, job is to really handle a thousand or 1500 clients. They just simply can't manage money on a personalized basis. And that's one of the reasons, you know, being independent and kind of a boutique uh, is that we, you know, we don't need to have, you know, 1500 clients and, and it's just kind of how the economics work of our industry. When you are independent, uh, you don't have to give 50, 60, 70 cents to the name, uh, doing all of the advertising, whether it's a big brokerage firm or it's a big bank. And so what that means is we can actually have less clients, get to know our clients and have more interaction uh, than just being a number. And I think that's starting to, uh, people are starting to catch on uh, that products today are so commoditized. I mean, there's not a single product that I can't get that unless it's proprietary, which, you know, generally proprietary products, um, you know, are not something that we look at. Uh, but there's not a single product that I can't get that, you know, my buddies at the big firms or the big banks, uh, you know, have access to. Generally, we can charge less because we're not having to give, you know, 60, 70 cents to the mothership. Uh, so we can pass on those savings in a lot of instances. So long term, that's kind of a misnomer. Last week or the week before, I talked about asset allocation and diversification and how kind of I think those words are the two most overused words when it comes to investment planning. Um, but oh, let me finish my thought on Jeremy Grantham. Apologize about that. Uh, but when it comes to asset classes, you know, he thinks every asset class, commodities, real estate, bonds, equities, et cetera, are at all time highs and going into a potentially lower uh, growth period with inflation and with rising interest rates that, you know, could be a challenge because a lot of the last bubbles, uh, we weren't in a tightening phase. So you had the Fed there to cut interest rates. And we just don't know, I, I think they would lose all credibility if they just let, you know, inflation run rampant, even more so than it is. Uh, so I think, you know, rate hikes are, you know, they have to come. Um, but if you want that report, uh, I really suggest you read it. If, if your money is important to you, you kind of want a third party, non-biased, you know, person that has been around the block, 83 years old, market historian. Uh, we can certainly get that to you. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So going back to uh, kind of uh, individual investment advice and advice that you know, individuals get. And when I say individual investor, it's generally, you know, the private wealth management sides of most banks or brokerage firms are generally kind of 10 million and above. So I'm going to call the individual investor 10 million and below. Uh, they're generally, you know, what you hear from those types of advisors is long-term, long-term, long-term. And I have to think, why does that mean it's okay to lose money in the short term? A statistic for you. If you bought Microsoft in 2000, think about that. Go back to 2000. If you had bought Microsoft, which is an absolutely fantastic company, I mean, just earnings are just off the charts. But if you had bought that in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. 16 years to get back to even. So if you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years 
just to get back to even. So what does that tell you? Well, there are great companies out there, but just because it's a good company doesn't mean it's a good investment. And I think a lot of the individuals who are starting to sound the alarm on, you know, maybe the next 10 years are going to be a little bit more challenging. It's just simply valuation based. So I go back to earlier, you want a deal, right? You want to buy something on sale. But when it comes to investing, what, what most people do is they wait till they feel comfortable. What makes them feel comfortable? Well, the market goes up. Okay, now I'm comfortable to put money in. Well, you just missed maybe a you know, 5 to 10 to 15% run up. And now you're buying possibly at a, at a uh, you know, valuation much higher than you could have been. So I think when it comes to long-term investing, I, I, I believe that's bad advice. I mean, we're long-term investors. So I had a client, uh, well, I keep saying client uh, for, for this gentleman, but an investor, a conversation I had, and it was, really struck me. He said, you know, Rob, I love what you, your strategies, I see value in them. I'm currently working with another advisor. I don't look at this every day because I'm a long-term investor. And I thought, well, absolutely. You probably, that's why you hire somebody to manage money for you, right? But does that mean it's okay to lose money in the near term? I mean, we're money managers. We're financial advisors. We are, you know, supposed to protect your investments ultimately when the markets go down. So we're long-term investors as well. But I think when you look at how the average person is managing risk today, we have to look at the market, all right? And, and they're still using bonds as kind of a risk portfolio stabilizer. And I think in today's market backdrop, protection strategies deserve a closer look. When you look at the 60-40 portfolio, I just don't believe it's suited for some of today's market challenges, which, you know, again, leads me to uh, believing that you have to look at strategies that offer a level of protection. It has to be in the investment mix. Clearly, you know, past performance never guarantees future results, but historically speaking, low bond yields make bonds challenging. And, and actually maybe uh, investors may be surprised to learn, like I mentioned in the first segment, that bonds can go down just as uh, much, if not more, than stocks. And when you're in an inflationary environment, like clearly we're in today, many investors often allocate more towards equity in the pursuit of certainly potential uh, growth that can outpace inflation, because that's ultimately your net rate of return after taxes, after inflation. I mean, that, that truly is what derives your real growth rate. But then we have volatility like last week, and most certainly you're going to experience more weeks like last week. Uh, I mean, if we look at, you know, a 20 to 30 year uh, time horizon, you know, my goodness, how will you feel when the markets drop 25 to 30 percent? I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, if you have a 30 year time horizon, maybe you're going to experience three or four markets like that. So I think protection, I think the strategies that provide a level of protection, I think they're greater than ever. I think, you know, the banks offer them, insurance companies offer them. And a good financial consultant could have an educated you know, conversation on the pros and cons of each. But I think when investors that I talk to, they want to protect their assets. But on the same token, they don't want to give up the opportunity for capital appreciation. So I don't think it's protection or growth. I think it's protection and growth. But are your advisors listening? That's the challenge. Because everybody has a bias, a bias to certain things. And 
you know, but what I have found is most individuals, they want protection and then they want growth. So is your portfolio constructed to protect and grow, or is it just, you know, constructed to protect or grow? We certainly can identify that for you really quick. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 uh, to schedule a complimentary call where we can dive into kind of some of the questions that you have and, and uh, some concerns uh, that you don't have. If you'd like to email, you can, or text rather, you can text at uh, 630-492-1912 as well, or visit the website, uh, Color Money Risk Analysis. We had a lot of people do that last week. I think it's fantastic. Uh, how much money do you need at risk? How much money do you need to grow? Uh, really kind of gives you a breakdown, and, and you can do that at www.kuhncp.com, the middle tile, color money risk analysis. So uh, it's complimentary. Uh, hopefully you'll, you'll visit that. So again, I think many Americans you know, face a significant retirement income gap. I think we've seen it. I know the conversations that I have. Um, there's individuals that just need to kind of close that gap of retirement income that they need. I think to close the gap, you have to identify sources of guaranteed income that you can't outlive simply because of where interest rates are at today. I mean, again, a good advisor reacts to where we are today. It's hard to replicate what the banks and the insurance companies can do with guaranteed lifetime income uh, in the open market today. It's, it's almost can't be done. So uh, I think to maintain your current lifestyle, uh, you have to, in addition to Social Security, I think it's so important to have uh, some guaranteed lifetime income. I mean, there are strategies out there that you could have no downside of the market and you get the first 7% of the growth. I mean, think about that. Is that one of the best bond alternatives that you'll ever find? Zero downside protection. You get 7%, the first 7% of the upside of the S&P 500. So you have the power of the market working for you, but you have the power of not losing money as, as kind of a protection. So, you know, that is a strategy that we're spending a lot of time talking with individuals about uh, trying to replace, you know, their fixed income uh, holdings, remove that interest rate risk, remove the fact that they may lose substantial amounts of money on their fixed income portfolio. One of the, you know, great strategies that I've seen today is and they're just structured type strategies where you have no downside but you get the first seven percent of the upside of the market that's pretty strong strategy so if you want to learn more about that uh just simply reach out 630-492-1912 630-492-1912 or text uh, your name and your email address to 630-492-1912 after the break we're going to talk about taxes and reassessing your risk tolerance are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for joining us. As you know, returns matter and risk management matters. I'm Robert Kuhn, I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. 
We are financial advisors that manage money for individuals who see value in making investment decisions that are centered around a comprehensive, personalized financial plan. Generally, that includes some sort of budgeting, retirement income, and social security maximization strategies, estate and tax mitigation analysis. Generally, we work with individuals 50 years or older or those that are in retirement or within five to 10 years of retirement. If you'd like to learn more about what it is exactly we do for our clients, just give us a call to set up a discovery uh, informational call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you'd rather text, you certainly can do that. We just ask for you to send us your name and email, 630-492-1912 for the text as well. So, yeah, we've been talking a lot about volatility uh, on this show. Clearly, um, you know, it's uh, a topic that I think a lot of people are thinking about. A couple points that I want to talk about this segment. I want to talk about should investors brace for more volatility? We're going to get to taxes as well. You may have heard that uh, the Fed chair spoke uh, this week, and I think they're pretty serious this time about raising interest rates, probably in March, uh, whether it'll be a quarter a point or half a point, nobody knows, but I would expect them to possibly raise rates three times this year. They're also very serious about uh, reducing their balance sheet in, in layman's terms. Uh, they've flooded the market over the last year or two with a substantial amount of money, historic levels actually for Obvious reasons, given given what we've been through, it's created a very, very hot economy. Now they need to rein in inflation, and a couple ways to do that is to suck liquidity out of the system and raise interest rates. So uh, that leads me kind of into a couple things that you know I hear all the time when I watch or read uh, the financial press, whether I'm watching CNBC or Fox Business or Bloomberg or whatever your favorite uh, channel is, on days of market weakness like we've had this week, a lot of times what you will hear is it's a tremendous buying opportunity. And, and that very well may be the case. The challenge that I have found, and think about this for your portfolio, whether you're managing the money on your own or you have an investment advisor that's providing investment advice for a fee or uh, however they're getting paid, what you find is, Everybody will tell you on big dips that generally they're phenomenal buying opportunities. And I think if you have a long enough time horizon, that certainly is the case. But what if you don't have capital to put to work? I think that's the biggest challenge. And that's kind of a tagline that's always bothered me because when you look at what the individual investor is doing and think about your own portfolio, generally you're 97, 98% invested. So you don't have fresh capital to put to work, generally speaking, at much lower levels when they present themselves. That is a very, very big difference between institutional investors and the individual investors, rather. And it's a challenge. And I think a lot of that is the fault of the advisor. Why in the world would you have 97% or 98% invested, especially given where these markets are today, when we know that the probability is certainly lower I mean, at what point, if you're not going to play some defense today, it could only be 10% cash or 15% cash or 20% cash. At what point are you going to play defense? So 
it probably frustrates you when you hear it's a great buying opportunity, but then when you log into your accounts or you look on the, your phone and you see that, well, you don't have any fresh capital to put to work at lower levels to take advantage of the sale. So uh, a little nugget there that you know I've, I've thought an awful lot about here recently. And uh, you, if you have any meaningful amount of cash, generally 25 to 30%, uh, you can take advantage of these big downswings. And that's what I think investing is. You want to buy investments on sale. Unfortunately, the average investor and their advisor, they just don't have any cash in place. So I think that's a big problem. So uh, let's move on. Uh, should investors brace for more volatility? Clearly, I had a lot of conversations with individuals that we don't work with this week. I think when you look at the market, I think the challenge is, you know, last year was a total anomaly. You know, last year, the markets were up 30% and we had 5% volatility, plus or minus. So from the highest high to the lowest low last year, we were only off 5%. So I think people became accustomed to, well, the market's just never going to go down. Well, that's the anomaly because generally we have, you know, swings in a year uh, during the year from highest high to lowest low a lot of times, you know, 20% or more. So yes, given all of the reasons that I spoke about earlier today, I think financial markets certainly could hit more turbulence. Uh, the Federal Reserve, as they accelerate uh, the money tightening, it is going to create opportunity for those that are invested correctly. Uh, it's going to create stress for those that believe that you just buy something and never look at it again. And, um, you know, a lot of times pay an advisor a fee. So uh, any questions regarding, you know, investments or budgeting or financial planning or tax analysis or, you know, estate planning, you'll certainly just give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So I do think volatility is going to continue to uh, uh, create havoc in the markets. I think, you know, leading the... Uh, S&P 500 index and the tech uh, heavy NASDAQ, uh, you know, we had, you know, what led to the markets obviously dropping was a hawkish Fed, was rising interest rates, was potentially slower uh, growth, was supply chain issues, geopolitical issues. So yes, I do believe that we are going to continue to see volatility. And I think what we're going to find is driving, you know, certainly the most recent sell-off were investors' concerns, obviously, that the Fed uh, would hike rates four times this year, maybe even five times. And it's still possible. They can certainly, um, uh, you know, raise rates intra-meeting if they need to, because I think inflation is one, you know, one thing that uh, the Fed chair said today that it, it is higher than they, they want, and they think it could last longer than they want. That might not be their base case, but just go back six months ago when they were telling you not to worry about inflation because it was transitory. So we have a ways to go when it comes to rising rates. And what I wanna do is relate that back to you, the investor, and what you can do to protect your money. Um, you just, I believe you have to make sure that you have a strategy that is the buy-sell decisions, the asset allocation changes are based upon math, statistics, and not emotional and we wanna make sure that they're repeatable. You just don't wanna go with gut feel. I've heard it too many times, I missed out on this market, you know, the run up of the last couple of years, or I just sold off all of, you know, a, a lot of the money because I just couldn't handle the volatility. 
And if that's the case, you don't have enough money invested in protection strategies. And I know we talked about it last, um, you know, last segment, but you can, there are protection strategies that can kind of be that stopgap for some of your money that are seven-year type investments that can remove 100% of the market risk and still give you that, you know, five to 7% rate of return. A lot of individuals are using that that are kind of near uh, or just into retirement. Given the uncertainty in the market, you know, that's a nice gap to, or a strategy rather to, you know, place some assets with because then it just, re, you know, when the markets go down and you have a, you know, amount allocated to a strategy that can't go down, well, it just makes the ride much smoother. So we have a ways to go with rising interest rates. I think historically, higher inflation has tended to correlate with higher treasury yields. Again, we don't want to get into the math of the bonds, but that relationship now appears to be broken. In fact, rarely in the last 60 years have treasury rates been so disconnected from inflation as they are now. That, you know, it, it's, it's really just, again, proving to be a significant challenge to normalize this market. When you look at the fact that we have this crazy growth, we have this crazy stimulus, yet we still can't, you know, raise interest rates because of the markets ultimately may not be able to stand on their own two feet. And I think that's the million dollar question is what happens as the tightening really starts to pick up? Are we going to see more volatility? Are we going to see less? Well, I don't think we'll see less, but certainly that is a possibility. But here's what I know. You want an investment portfolio that provides you an opportunity to make money regardless of market directions. And what I mean by that is the markets can truly go three ways. They can certainly go up, they can certainly go down, and then clearly they can go sideways. The average investor is gonna make money in an up market, lose money in a down market, and who knows what's gonna happen when the markets go sideways. So if you think about it, you're really giving yourself a 33% chance to make money. We wanna put the odds on your side where we have the potential to make money in up markets, to make money in down markets through protection. And then when the markets do go sideways and there are big dips, and then, you know, like I mentioned earlier in the show today, that if you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years just to get back to even. I mean, think about that, 16 years, but yet there were tremendous amounts of big upswings and, you know, obviously market, you know, stocks sold off during that period. Well, if you had a plan in place that was based on math, based on statistics, that could take advantage of some of that volatility. Well, you know what? We're just providing you with a more probable, uh, you know, opportunity to ultimately make money. And that I think is at the heart of anything that an advisor does. Do not just buy a closet index fund that, you know, simply just rides the market up and down and you pay a fee for it. Hopefully it's, you know, if you don't know if you have a closet index fund, let's talk about it. Give me a call. We'll, we'll just, you know, go over what you own and I'll, you know, can pretty much tell you pretty quickly if you do or if you don't, uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So we have a minute left and we're going to carry this on into the next uh, segment, but let's talk about taxes. Obviously we're in tax season. Tax planning doesn't start November, December. Tax planning is throughout the year. You have an opportunity to take advantage of some tax laws that sunset at the end of this year. And I want to make sure that if you sold a building, you sold a property, you sold a business, you make, you know, half a million dollars or more, you're paying a lot in taxes. And there are strategies through the end of this year that can drastically reduce your tax hit. 
We want to pay every penny that we owe, but obviously nothing more than that. So we want to take advantage of strategies that President Trump put in and enacted in 2017, bonus depreciation, strategies that have historically reduced your taxable income significantly. Invest $100,000, you can generally take a deduction of $80,000 at a minimum. Again, we're not tax advisors, there's pros and cons, but it's a conversation that we should have. So if you sold a building, you sold a business, you sold a property, you make more than a half million dollars a year, let's have that conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, when we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about taxes. We're gonna talk about Roth conversions and Roth IRAs and 401k management. Hoping is good, knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Robert Kuhn. I am the host of Decoding Wall Street. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory firm, and yes, we are a fiduciary. For advisors that manage money for individuals who see value in making investment decisions centered around a comprehensive, personalized financial plan. You don't have to have millions of dollars to have a financial plan. Everybody should have a financial plan. We generally will focus on budgeting, retirement income, and social security maximization strategies, estate and tax mitigation analysis. Generally, we work with individuals 50 years or older. Those that are retired are within five to 10 years from retirement. If you'd like to start that initial conversation with us and get on our calendar, let's have a discovery call. We'll tell you about what we do. We'll listen to what you're trying to accomplish and we'll go from there. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you'd rather text, just please text your name and email to 630-492-1912 as well. So we talked in the last segment uh, about kind of a, a you know, something that bothers me when I hear it on the news and it was, you know, a big dip is a buying opportunity. And it, it is for the institutional invest, investor. It is for, you know, our clients who have cash, you know, at predetermined activity levels, ultimately in the market so they can buy lower. But generally speaking, the average investor is fully invested at all times. So you can't take advantage of this crazy volatility. With volatility comes an opportunity to make substantial amounts of money. So, you know, I want to make sure that if you have a buy and hold strategy, let's talk about why over the next 10 years that might not give you the best opportunity to ge create generational wealth, to grow that money to, you know, its fullest. So 630-492-1912, if you want to have that conversation. Taxes, again, if you sold a business, sold a property, sold a building, uh, make half a million dollars a year or more, you have an opportunity to drastically reduce your tax bill this year. Let's have a conversation about it. Give us a call. There's some tax benefits that expire at the end of the year. 
Uh, we want to make sure that if you fit that criteria that we're having that conversation with you about what's out there. As you know, I think the most overlooked area of financial planning is tax strategies. We're not talking about you know, matching sales with gains. We're talking about active tax strategies that can drastically reduce your taxable income. Again, that's something that we want to make sure that we have that conversation with you, hopefully sooner than later, because tax planning starts now. It doesn't start in November or December. So it's, uh, you know, take that for what it's worth. We'd love to have that conversation with you. So, you know, thinking about taxes, I think the tax outlook also uh, certainly prevents a very big challenge for investors. A lot of these radio shows that you see and you listen to on, you know, on the radio or podcasts, they don't talk a lot about tax mitigation and tax advantaged investing and strategies that can drastically reduce your taxable income. That's one constant that no matter how much money you make, whether you make $50,000 or you make $10 million a year, everybody wants to reduce their taxable income. The average retail financial advisor, they just don't have actionable strategies that they can bring to the clients, especially if they're working at a big bank or a big brokerage firm. The benefit of being independent is we can take advantage of these strategies that most people can't. Doesn't mean that there's not risks. I mean, like I've always said, there's pros and cons to every investment. A good advisor will educate you on what's a, a plus in the category of this investment and what could be considered a minus. And that's the same thing with tax strategies. But what I have found is everybody wants to reduce their taxable income. So, you know, when we look at taxes, Congress is certainly looking at raising tax rates. I think, you know, that shouldn't come as a surprise for anybody. And given the, you know, the rising national debt, it's likely that if taxes don't increase near term, they will have to rise eventually. This environment, and especially going forward, it underscores the value of tax deferred investments not to replace your IRA or your 401k because we think that you should max those out. We're going to talk about 401k management. If you know, we, we've often talked about it. Well, if, Rob, should I, you know, uh, add to my Roth 401k or should I put the money into the traditional 401k? Everybody's different. Everybody's goals and objectives are different. If you think about it, you know, we like to max out both, but anytime that you can put an asset away post-tax and then let it grow over the years without having to pay taxes on those gains, that's something that we really want to talk about. So we want you to max out your 401ks. We want you, if you can, if you don't make enough money to max out your IRAs, but there are other investments that also grow tax deferred that we want to start talking about. Strategies that we really haven't talked about for a period of time, simply because tax rates have been so low. Um, but I think that's changing. And so we want to make sure that you know that you're at the forefront of every investment out there that in, a, in addition to IRAs and 401ks that can grow tax deferred. I mean, it's simple math. I mean, you can just do a quick Google tax, you know, deferred versus taxable investment over any period of time. And, and, and certainly the tax deferred is, gonna, is going to uh, beat it because you have that money staying in the account and still possibly growing. So if you want to talk about additional tax deferral strategies that exist in the marketplace today, give me a call 630-492-1912. We'll talk about it. 630-492-1912. Some are good. Some are bad. Again, it's about having an educated conversation 
uh, that is not trying to be, you know, that you're, we're not trying to sell you. We want to talk about the pros and cons. But if you, if you want to learn about how to defer, if you've maxed out your other investments that are tax deferred, you want to learn about other investments that are out there, let's talk about it. 630-492-1912. A study was done by the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. They concluded that if every American paid an effective 40% tax rate on all in earned income over $50,000, the growth of our national debt would stabilize at about a trillion dollars a year. The study's conclusions you know, that I read were clear as day. To solve our country's fiscal problems, the federal government, possibly sooner than later, is going to have to raise taxes on virtually all Americans. Remember. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep. So I thought to end the show, uh, we have a few minutes left here in this week's show. I, I clearly want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I truly enjoy having conversations with listeners. I think one thing that we pride ourselves on as a fiduciary is wealth preservation and being able to generate wealth no matter what happens in the market. I think a lot of time over a market cycle, of course. You know, the call-ins that we get, the text-ins that we get, the emails, those that go to www.kuhncp.com and do the color of money risk analysis, I, I just thank you for doing it. Hopefully you see and find value there. And unfortunately, a lot of times for people to kind of open up and realize that, you know what, maybe I should talk to somebody is weeks like last week. And I understand that there's a significant challenge from, of recovering from, uh, you know, market losses. You know, the markets are cyclical. We understand that upswings are followed generally by, you know, market drawdowns. Sometimes they're more severe than others. And I just want the takeaway from today's show to be, as data points change, you have to adjust accordingly. And if you are working with an advisor is not a lifelong contract. And if you basically are just buying and holding this market and riding the market up and down, you've been very, very happy over the last handful of years. Historic growth, especially the last three years, large growth, you know, large cap growth generally in the tech space, 25% annualized a year over the last three years. So people have become complacent. Advisors have become complacent. Uh, unfortunately, especially when it comes to managing risk. So, you know, if you have a strategy, an investment philosophy that we can't take advantage of these market swings, you really owe it to yourself to have a conversation with somebody. If it's us, fantastic. We're going to talk about real rates of return going back to 2000s, the early 2000s, and we're going to give you some education on risk, uh, like we talked about earlier, protection strategies. Those strategies exist. There's some really great ones in that five to seven year uh, space, because let's face it, if you have a, a down year right out or a down few years right out of the gate of retirement or within five to 10 years from retirement, that's kind of what they call the red zone, the retirement red zone. It, it becomes a challenge. It becomes a challenge for generating income that's going to wrestle the rest of your life. So we have to make sure that at least during those periods, you know, plus or minus five to 10 years pre or post retirement, that you don't experience any large drawdowns. Because I want to go back to what is required to make uh, in return to make 
up for portfolio losses just to get back to even. And this is something that we're very, very laser focused on. And I think a lot of times, you know, people just get complacent. We, you know, that's understandable, especially when the market has done what it's done, which is basically go vertical. But as data points change, you have to adapt. And that's why we believe not in buy and hold, certainly not in buy and hold and paying an advisor a fee to manage that money. We believe in momentum. We believe in trend following. We believe in mathematics. We believe in statistics. And we believe that if you can capture 70 to 80% of the up, miss 70 to 80% of the down. And if you'd done that since 2000, your portfolio return was north of 1400%, where the S&P 500 is only around 750, 750%. Again, past performance is not indicative of future results. But if you have an open mind to strategies that are used institutionally that are now readily accessible to you, I think it can allow you to sleep better at night and not only protect in the downside, but truly, truly grow in, in, in the upside. So let me leave you with this statistic. If the markets lose 15%, you need just to break even 18% the following year. If the markets are down 20%, you need 25% to break even. If it's down uh, 30%, you need 43% just to get back to where you were. Think about those lost gains. The great news, there are strategies out there that can mitigate that or remove that to where you're actually compounding your money. So hopefully you got something out of the show this week. I hope to hear from as many of the listeners that uh, feel that they'd like to start a conversation with us. They'd like to talk about a financial plan. They'd like to talk about adding protection to their portfolio by removing market losses, or they want to hear about active management. Uh, those are all of the things that uh, we want to talk about. Tax mitigation and some of those strategies. A couple ways to do that. Uh, easiest is just give us a call, 630-492-1912. Set up a discovery call for you and for me, 630-492-1912. You can also text 630-492-1912. We just ask for you to send us your name and email. Or you can visit uh, www.kuhncp.com and uh, go to the Color of Money Risk Analysis and start that. Make sure you uh, put in all the contact information so we can send the reports to you. So of all the week, we think it's here to stay. I want everybody to just have a fantastic week. And if we can help you in any way, we're here for you. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.